but I just loved what you said the other day when we were talking about change your world and, um, you know, the subject of this kind of one year reup came up and, and you said something about what God had prompted you to do for change your world that I thought was really cool. Uh, so I don't want to, I don't want to try to re-say it for you, but, um, <laughs> Maybe you could kind of come at it from like, um, I'll, I'll ask it this way. Um, okay. Rewind a year and two months ago, a year ago when we started talking about this, and you were pretty new to Westside, but, um, or newer well, to Westside. I've been there almost a year. That's the crazy Yeah, thing you've been there for a while. <laughs> um, but you heard about Change Your World and God was doing something in you. Can you describe what? you felt like God was putting in front of you to do as part of Change Your World? Welcome to the Midweek Motivation Podcast, where we bring practical help for your faith and life. Here's today's episode. Being at, at Westside for a year, I was still considering myself an outsider and trying to figure out where am I, what's my place at Westside, and what's my place as a person my age, um, I'm really only there to cheer on Bart. Let's go, Bart. We've been through so many of these things for years. I'm glad you found a place. That was my intention. And then when the Change Your World uh, initiative came about, it it made something inside me go, okay, because I usually don't like that kind of program stuff and read a book, put stickers on your refrigerator. But I said, okay, let's do this because – I was seeing Westside was doing something more than a lot of churches do. They were, they had these ministries that I was finding out even after a year. I was going, we do that. We do that. Okay. That's service. That's the big deal. That's, that's Ephesians, right? It's, it's, it's uh, Paul telling us what to do and you, we should be doing it. You know, we're not like the Colossians or the Corinthians where he's scolding them all the time and having to go back. So I thought, okay, I read the book. I bought the book. I read it. I listened to it twice on audio. And I thought, well, this seems really basic and simple. There's not anything complicated to it. Well, let's just do it. And I was hearing other people sharing what their change your world, their personal endeavor was, right? And I was hearing mostly from the serve team and the music team, which is where I participate, you know, most of my time there. You know, people were talking about they were going to change their giving. They were going to read their Bible more. They were going to spend more time with their family, all these things. And I've told you this and lots of people that that I serve with that I live a very uncomplicated life. My life is, you know, Mr. Rogers neighborhood compared to what some people go through. You know, I try to tell my children we're a very blessed family. You know, people there's people that live complicated lives and that we don't even know what they are. So I thought, well, if that's the case, what I've been telling my children, I said, well, what is the one thing that you've never changed about how you talk about Christ? And the one, the first thing that came to mind is I've always separated my talking about my faith, about church. At, when I'm at work, I've just never done it. I've always, you know, decided, well, it's the workplace. I don't want to offend anybody. You know, I don't really know what people's situations are. But after COVID, a lot of a lot of us Christians, a lot of us who have been in service before, I think realized, you know, we, we gotta go, we gotta go rescue these people because a lot of people were very lost, very lonely. 
um, you know, watching church on, you know, streamed or watching replays on YouTube. So my personal um, change your world goal was I'm going to talk to every single person in my office, guys that drive the trucks, guys that are out on the dock, the FedEx guys, the Amazon delivery guys, all the regular people. I am going to do the opposite of what I've done all my life. I'm going to start sharing my story with them. I'm going to start sharing how wonderful Westside is. If they don't have a home church, if they don't like to go to church, we're online, right? So within probably two months, a new person came to work in my department. That's Danielle. Um, and I'm the social person, right? I'm the guy who just walks up to people in the grocery store and says, yeah, cool hat. Where do you go to church? <laughs> That's what I want to do. Um, and so when I started talking to Danielle, I found out that she was going to be in my department and then, and then eventually head my department up. I got to know her and realized that she hasn't been able to find a church since she moved out here to the West side. I learned about her, her family situation, how, um, it's just a phenomenal story. It's very much like some of the people in Celebrate Recovery, right? So I invite her. She comes to church on a Sunday. She hears about Celebrate Recovery. That's kind of something that she's struggled with all of her life, some of those issues. She goes to Celebrate Recovery with one of her friends who went through an outside recovery program from what their lives are going through. Her friend happens to know a bunch of our Celebrate Recovery leaders from other programs in the community that we're involved in. All of a sudden, there's this magical connection. And Danielle and I are walking around in the summer, this last summer. Okay, who are we going to go talk to and invite to church? You know, we're doing this as a team. So we have people that we've invited to church um, from our office and from our shop who live don't live in the area. But apparently, we, I only learned this a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I, I watch it every once in a while. I watch you guys online every once in a while. Just, just by changing my approach and changing what I want to say, how I want to represent myself, I just said, well, it seemed like a low-hanging fruit just to tell people my story if, it, if, if the opportunity came, to tell them about Westside, all the different ministries we have, there's a place for anybody to fit in at Westside. It's, I don't want to sound goofy, but it's it's a little bit magical, really. I mean, we have such a variety of people and characters that come to our church. It's just, it's why I stand out in the lobby and say goodbye to people. Because I want to see their, I know what their expressions are when they came in. I want to know what their expressions on their faces are when they came out. Um, and so, so part of that, part of that story of my, of my change your world is we did the sunrise service for one of my cemetery clients. They hadn't had one since COVID. Pastor Steve delivered the message. Danielle was there taking pictures for our company so we could share in our newsletter. Hey, Tony's church, Westside Community, and Tim and Tim and Dan and all the guys from Tony's old band did the music. She starts talking to Steve. They start talking about baptism. Next thing you know, she's getting baptized. Her whole family comes and watches. She's getting her friend Stephanie to get baptized. 
This last Sunday, we had that massive baptism that was, it was like a tailgate party. I mean, people were just enthusiastic about all those lives, little kids, whole families. They were telling their story just in their facial expressions. When they came up out of the water, it was just, I had to run up and just like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I'm so, this is great. So her daughter, she has two kids that she brings that go to children's church. Apparently, they, her oldest daughter said, I want to get baptized. And of course, they ask questions, right? They don't, they want to make sure the kid knows what they're doing and they're young kids. And apparently she gave answers that rival some of the answers that adults give who want to get baptized. She's going to get baptized. Is it December 5th? I think it's the December 5th one, right? She's going to get baptized. She saw that young kid that got baptized this last Sunday and said, well, hold on. That's, that's my age kid. Why can't I do that? So just because I decided to do something that I've never done in 66 years of life. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I can't do the math. I went to Hill High, but I received Christ in 19. <laughs> Sorry, Hill High. Um, I, I became a Christian in 1976, November of 76. I've never done that in any place I've ever worked, in any place I've ever, you know, even amongst my family, I don't talk about it that much. But just because you guys decided to do this initiative and participate with other churches in, I don't know, is it around the world? Is it in North America? Thousands of churches. It made me decide, well, if there's all these churches doing this and we're really serious about changing our world and changing the world, then the least I can do is just tell my story. It's really the only thing I have to prove my faith, to explain my faith, and to tell people why it's valuable for them to hear my story so that they can participate. And um, it was low-hanging fruit, and I almost embarrassed to say that I didn't do it earlier, but this is what this is how God has called me to Westside. And I am Danielle and I, we got, we got some plans. We got some plans to bring the church to our office probably someday in some form. Um, but it's just, it's just been, I don't know how to put it. Um, if you, God, what's God, God's been teaching me since I came to Westside One is how patience and faith are tied together, right? They're almost the same thing. Just let it, you know, speak your, speak your mind, Tony. I'm going to give you the words and then be quiet. Have some faith. Let some time go by and let's see what happens. And that's what happened. I didn't, I didn't hand out tracks at the office. I didn't. You know, I didn't put in my newsletter, hey, I'm a super Christian, blah, blah, blah. I just, in conversations when it came up and I had the opportunity to say, hey, well, why, why don't you come on over to Westside? Or why don't you come to Celebrate Recovery? Why don't you come and help with our food drive? The first year we, we did, a, I think we did six or seven bags to um, to our, our project. So um, I'm really excited to see what this next second year of this is going to be. And I'm going to add another thing. I'm asking God, what is that other thing that you want me to do? What's the next step? 
Do I start talking about my higher level industry friends? Um, is it my family? You know, I don't know what it is. I'm asking God, if there's another step you want me to take and um, change your world, I'm willing to do it. But it's not difficult. It's not hard. And it's not scary to do. Wow. That's awesome, man. Look at me going. Yeah, that's, that's Goosebump City. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Midweek Motivation. To make sure you don't miss any content in the future, please subscribe, share, and if you enjoyed this, give us a like and consider popping by a Westside service some weekend. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com.